Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slamfire Radio episode 470 for August 25th. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle. I'm going last. Ah, <laughs> uh, they're not and loading. I'm, I'm random Dave, one of your hosts. <laughs> I'm another host, Mo. And I'm Adriel. And that's the roughest one that we've had in a long time. Because <laughs> Kelly's not here. It is the meth True. episode, so I guess it makes it sense. There's <laughs> yeah. A, there's a meth to our madness. <laughs> that methisode. Yeah. <laughs> um, but before we get into everything, we'd like to announce that we are looking for new show sponsors. So if this type of conversation <laughs> excites you and you want to sponsor the show, we're looking for show sponsors. <laughs> if you know a guy on a corner who happens to scratch his face a lot and buys a lot of chemicals for no apparent reason at your local hardware store, have him send us an email. <laughs> And we're going to get right into what we did with guns. So, Dave, what did you do in guns? <laughs> Just uh, but before we get there, um, so we, we, we did a, a reset on show sponsors. Uh, we are looking for new show, show sponsors, and we'll be reaching out to the ones we had in the past as well. Uh, in terms of what you get, uh, we have 711 followers on iTunes, 290 on Google Play, about 1,000 subscribers to our YouTube channel, about a thousand followers on Facebook, and we get about five thousand unique downloads through other podcasting apps per month. So, it is it as much as you can tell, which you can't, uh, how many subscribers and whatnot we have. Somewhere between, uh, or somewhere around ten thousand. Somewhere around ten thousand people. Most people listen to it on on the podcast. Some people join us for the Facebook bit or YouTube, but most mostly on podcast. Methisode 470 it is then yes this is the yeah. one we use when we're trying to be all corporate and like your ad money's safe here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the methisode we will, we will spend yeah. all that patreon money on not math <laughs> <laughs> if we get enough patreon money then we can get cocaine which i hear is the thing that successful people do at least yes. in ottawa yes gotcha okay that and scotch Okay. Anyway, we're probably now banned from YouTube. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, You're welcome. Yeah. What anyway, did you what do I, this last bit, Dave? Other than getting us banned from YouTube and Facebook, yeah. I've been selling. Uh, I've been selling my World War One and World War Two pistols to collectors because they've just been sitting in my safe since I was on my uh, World War Two, World War One kick. Bought a bunch of them just to shoot them and show them off to new shooters. And I decided since they're doing the banning of things to stop the meth people in Toronto from illegally importing guns from Canada by stopping us from having them. Um, I'm going to find collectors and sell all of my World War One, World War II guns to collectors. So I sold the last one this morning and uh, managed to get through and get the... You got your trend? You got through? Man, I keep like getting on hold and then they give me the robo like, sorry, our technology is bad and we should feel bad, but see you later. 
it took me a couple of days of trying casually and then I but I was doing work all day today that didn't require me to be on the phone. So I just mm-hmm. speed dialed all day. And pro. I think it was yeah, it was about five or six, five or six calls. I got hung up on five or six times and then I got through to Jasmine, who was super cool, and let me conference the other guy in who was like driving down the four oh seven. I phoned him, he's like, Hold on, let me pull over. I need to find an underpass. So <laughs> got himself into an underpass somewhere, pulled over and uh, conferenced him in and got the thing done. So it was good. Cool. He had a bunch of transfers done July 1st. He's still waiting for them. Hasn't heard anything back. He's in Ontario as well. July. So Steve, I hope, uh, I hope this happens soon and uh, we can get you your guns. I haven't heard anything on my Ontario, Ontario uh, ones that I did May 30th. Nothing yet. So, but they did say when we were on the phone with uh, this lady, she said uh, eight weeks right now, at least. At least in Ontario. Eight weeks. That's what yeah. she said. Uh, anywhere, I think. I have yeah. one that's <clears throat> nine weeks now. Oh yeah! Mm-hmm. Wow. Where was it coming from? Uh, Ontario, but like it, it'll like it'll get um, it'll get processed by the Alberta CFO once the federal federalities are done their part. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, I hope it gets done. Uh, Ontario Rifle Association is back on the ranges at Borden. As of uh, last week, we had our first event. We finally got range bookings. So we've got uh, short season. It's just going to be basically September, October, November, and we're done one match in November. But at least we're back on the ranges, and next year we're not expecting any problems. So check out OntarioRifleAssociation.ca. Calendar should be updated soon. And uh, come on out to some of the events. We've got a couple long-range matches. We've got some practice days. We've got short-range practice days. And uh, we've got some CQC matches, which is rifle and handgun at uh, 10 to 35 yards. It's going to be a blast. Right on. Very nice. And that's it. Hold on. Uh, Adriel, what have you been up to? All sorts of stuff. <laughs> Just guns and reloading and all sorts of things. So last weekend I did a maple seed in uh, Red Deer at the Blindman Valley uh, Gun Club, which is uh, really cool. Nice little gun club. Perfect size for maple seed. Perfect size. And uh, yeah, really nice. I uh, went and did that. I sanded and re-oiled the Kentucky rifle. So if you want to see what it looks like uh, there, it's lighter color now. So it didn't, it didn't take on that, that darker color of the maple, but uh, it's much more consistent now. So uh, fantastic. Uh, I took it out and shot it some more, shot it at, uh, Oh, 50 and 25 and 200 and 300 and all that kind of stuff. Tried it with like full power, 110 grain shots and 80 grain shots and all the, everything in between. Uh, I got a powder horn for it. There was one on Amazon for 20 bucks. It's right there. Work great. I mean, it's cheap. It's a cheaply finished from India, but, uh, it's a, yeah, worked fine. And it was much better than scooping the powder out with like a, a 45 caliber <laughs> casing that I found on the ground. <laughs> so yeah, two uh, questions. What did they mm-hmm. kill in India to get a horn that big? And uh, is, is it like actually made of horn or? Yeah. <laughs> and why do I think some guys in Kaibar Pass probably running around with those shooting at the Pakistani army? It does look like a real horn. It's hmm. section. Yeah, it looks like a real horn. 
it looks like it. I would say it looks like it. I would say the places where they cheaped out were like, it's just got a simple leather strap on it. The um, plug is just like a chunk of wood that they just mm. like drilled in there. But uh, who cares? Does what it's supposed to just fine, which is hold my powder and not spill it. Yeah. How did it do it 300 yards? Impact. How big was the plate? Once I once I knew my drop at 300, which took me one shot um, with the spotting scope to see how far down I was, um, I made impact the next two shots out. Nice. With a patched ball. That's Damn. awesome. Patched ball. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. Sweet. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now I've got all my muzzle and crap in like one of these little Nanook <laughs> nanos. <laughs> No, that doesn't look uh, down under hat and upgrade timeline that, appropriate. <laughs> no, it doesn't, does it? Eh? It's like lime <laughs> green with all this stuff on it, but it's very handy for bringing all my stuff to the range. It's all my accoutrement. Uh, I did two other range visits. So I had a couple of buddies who, uh, who wanted to hit the range. One of them, we just did some reloading. Um, we we're shooting some 30 out six and another one just got their new hit, just got a new handgun and wanted to try it out. So, we went and shot that, so it was. Uh, I've been at the range multiple times in the last little bit here, um, and then I've been reloading um, a lot. So in the in the fast in the past few weeks, I have reloaded four thousand rounds of nine millimeter, uh, about four hundred rounds of two two three, hundred thirty rounds of thirty out six, sixty two rounds of three oh three, and then I've tumbled like everything I get my hands on. So I tumbled like four thousand brass rounds of uh, nine mil. And about 2,000 rounds of uh, 223 brass. So everything's shiny at my place. And I made some wine because I had so, some more time on my hands. So <laughs> got a couple of those kits going. Uh, I ordered that Spectre Ballistics lower, the match lower that they've got. Uh, should be here tomorrow. Uh, and this came in the mail. So this is a, uh, a folding Magpul stock. This is their Jukov stock mm. and i've said before it is the nicest looking stock to put on a 180 uh primarily because this part here like fits in really nicely with the back of the stock it's a folding stock which is nice and it is telescopic so just by pulling that piece down there you can extend or collapse the uh the stock cover which way you want to they do have um cheek pieces that you can click on there for additional cheek height I don't believe I'll need any of them, but uh, it's nice to have the option. And uh, I was just exploring a couple of the other features on it just before the, the show here. It's got like a QD cup on the side there, steel, and it's got like a couple of spots on the back here, which I didn't I didn't I didn't know about the front QD. So I, I've got like a bunch of these little, little uh, cups that I bought in bulk. I might still throw one in the back here just to, just in case. Because mm -hmm. I think this one is better for like a single point location, like right at the back of the gun would be perfect for a single point sling. But for a two point sling, I probably want to run something closer to the back for that rear connection point. So I'll epoxy that on after the show sometime here. Uh, I resold my TM9 and uh, first guy didn't want it. So I uh, got out and I uh, sold it to another person. And I've been trying to call the CFP to get it transferred. Uh, I often, uh, get on hold and then they hang up on me after just after 30 minutes, like say 32 minutes or so they hang up on me. Oh, yeah. uh, they give me the, we don't, we have technical problems and we don't know how to fix them and goodbye. So I'll keep trying. 
And how does that make you feel? Adrian? Uh, well, you can't really do anything while you're on hold, right? Like, so it's hard to uh, take a nap while you're on hold because they keep no, in, no. in your ear about like, oh, if you're an executor of an estate, then blah, 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 yeah. blah, something or other. I don't know. And <laughs> all these other things that I don't care about. And uh, you should yeah. have this memorized by now. <laughs> Did you know that the RCMP Canadian Firearms Program is the is the, the reliable source for information for your local police force <laughs> and international police forces should they require any information or firearms be moved or used illegally. Dave's, Dave's got it memorized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. I got a new couple of new articles and video reviews done because again, time. Um, but I got like, I started my job, new job today. So that time is, I'm not going to have time anymore. I can be able to reload like 6,000 rounds a week and all this other stuff. Uh, I've been thinking about cheap folding shotguns. I'm going to show them at, uh, for the new gun stuff. I'm going to show them. But, uh, boy, I'm looking hard at them because they're, they're so damn cheap. I kind of like the idea of a folding single-shot shotgun. Um, I'm thinking about it. thinking about it hard. Uh, I'm going to go coyote hunting this weekend. Uh, I've got a, an ant nice. that has... Uh, uh, too many coyotes and they need to die and uh, and I will do that. I don't know what I'm going to use for it. Oh, it's the black powder out. Black powder. Oh, yeah, yeah. nail them with that. Go classic on their asses. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> to make a mess. Uh, <laughs> I think I'll go 17 HMR with a big bad scope on it. Ah. Or 6.5, 243. I could take a 243 out there. Too loud. So 17 mm. HMR. Quiet enough. Enough damage. <sighs> Anything within 150 yards, good enough. Ah, oh, dude, you got that freaking big, you got that muzzle loader. So <laughs> use that. That 50 cal pellet would just knock oh. him right over. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a pile of 22s, M1 Garand. Uh, uh, muzzle loader, dude. Muzzle loader. And do a video of it. Like, what? Yeah. Video cam that thing. It'd be awesome. Uh, shooting coyotes is a little bit harder than you guys are making it out to be. I'll take the, cheat, the <laughs> well, cheating never, nearest gun that I've got. <laughs> you never seem to have any problems, so why not challenge yourself and make an awesome video out of it at the same time? Well, yeah. And take a tomahawk a, with you. It's at a family you know, member's house. So I gotta, I gotta get her done. She the she keeps she's basically <laughs> feeding the the coyotes cats at this point. So I gotta I gotta like knock the coyotes <laughs> down so that she's not uh, she's not aiding and abetting the, uh, the coyote population growth out there. You could just take them to Burlington, let them go there. They seem to enjoy feeding their coyotes. <laughs> what do they do out there? I don't, I don't follow. Well, lately, they seem stuff. to be feeding them toddlers because some idiot's been feeding the uh, coyotes because, you know, they're adorable. So why would you not feed them? So they're not afraid of people anymore, the ones that live in the in the city. So they're now attacking people. Sounds good stuff. Oh, wow. Uh, well, that happens mm. in Calgary, too. I don't think it's like they just get habituated to people. You, you know, um, there's an easy solution for that. Just tell people to throw rocks at them if they see them. If you see coyotes, just throw rocks at them. They'll get yeah. used to like not liking people. Easy. I don't think city people are going to do that, though, most of them. No. no. That's what I do. Edmonton's different. I believe you could throw rocks at a coyote here just fine, and people are like, yeah, get them. I beat them, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're in the right part of Edmonton, there is a part of Edmonton yeah. where... <laughs> well, downtown, they might know. You're not going to see coyotes downtown anyways, though. You like buying rocks from your local street vendor? <laughs> coyote rocks. <laughs> get your coyote, coyote rocks here. Get your coyote rocks. Coyotes and prime ministers. What a prize. Oh, 
These rocks have been curated for the perfect size. <laughs> I, made, I made a bunch of 303. I want to try that stuff, but I still have some finishing work to do to that rifle before it's ready to beat on the coyotes. But uh, that's it for me. Yeah, so this weekend I'll uh, shoot some coyotes and build a Lynx 180 lower, which... What kind of part? I think they're mostly AR parts on that. So I think I've got a spare bolt release. I think this is all I need. The rest is going to be AR trigger, mm, AR safety, and like a buffer. I don't need a buffer tube because I'm going this thing. Oh, I, I, I was thinking I'd have to strip my lower, but uh, I don't. I'm, I'm done. Nice. I'll be cool. curious how good that lower actually is. If it houses a trigger assembly without having to like file something, I'll be happy because it seems like that's how what I've had to do for like all of them is like get after it with a Dremel to make a trigger work. Um, and if it takes a safety, ooh, my buddy has a 45 degree safety for his AR and I'm going to nice. abscond it. Yeah. I'll yeah. Take that. Uh, Kyle, have you been up to anything? Hi. Made it out to check trail cams and do a little bit more scouting there last weekend. And nothing on the trail cam, but uh, one of the areas that we were checking out, there was a lot more sign, everything deer, moose, elk. So mm. it's tough because it's actually really hot here right now, but we're planning on heading out probably tomorrow afternoon and just go spend the weekend out there and see what we can do. But like I say, it's hot, so I don't anticipate them being out, but then I had a buddy shot something today and like today was opening day for both seasons so hmm. oh, they're around Jeez. must have had a good spot yeah he, i know he does yeah he probably got lucky and he was just strolling down the side of the road and one wandered in front of him yeah he kind of routinely gets it the first opening day so <laughs> for him. but yeah that's pretty much all i've been up to mo uh, I registered for uh, a <clears throat> match in Quebec. That's going to be this weekend at the Masca Range. Uh, it's in uh, St. Dominic, Quebec, and it's going to be a nice warm-up because the uh, provincial Quebec Provincials are the weekend after, so looking forward to that. Um, I also received my uh, pistol that I purchased on June 8th, so just over 10 weeks ago. Finally came in, so I'll show it. One second. Hopefully you don't have it camera. just in your pocket, like stuck no. in your hands. <laughs> ah, the camera doesn't pick up. Put it right in front of you. Stupid blurry. So it's uh, not one of those ghost guns I've heard so much about, Mo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a bull, bull armory 1911 racer. So nice. something I had my eye on, and then. I was watching out for it. There's, there's usually uh, Freedom Freedom Ventures is in Nova Scotia is the only one that really seems to carry them, and they of course were sold out. And definitely with the the after the news in early June, and uh, and then I just happened to see a post on CGN that they had two in stock. And by the time I noticed it, I went there and there was one left, and I bought it. So. Um, I was looking to try a little classic, uh, like for Ipsic, and I wanted to go nine mil because well, a couple of reasons. One, that way I can continue to reload the nine mil, and then there's the actual uh, 
the, the advantage of the 10 rounds versus eight if you're shooting, you know, major. Um, so I already bought a, uh, I already bought some mag pouches, six mag pouches for it, the CR speed. I already got them long ago. And uh, I bought another belt and uh, three extra mags. So I can, I got my kit, let's say, ready to go. And, um, I'm going to probably try shooting at this like during the indoor season in the winter. So uh, just try match here or there and see if I like it. But uh, I figured I wanted to at least have it. So if this non liberal nonsense continues, at least I, at least I, I have it in my possession. So um, that's awesome. I'm, I was thinking of buying one of the CZ P tens and I looked at them today and they're like 900 bucks. I'm like, uh, I don't know more. The new price is a thousand nine hundred. Is this is the old cheap price, Dave? Really, <laughs> the old the old cheap price. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not much more time to wait. So, <sighs> gotta make gotta gotta make it happen, Dave. <laughs> gotta make it happen. Well, um, I went on SFRC this morning to take a look, and they had about I don't know twenty five to fifty handguns in stock, and this evening they have three. <laughs> So people yeah. are definitely getting at it. Yeah, as soon as you see a posting of something, somebody got somebody has stock, and by the time you look, it's gone or it's yeah. down to one or two, right? So, yeah, especially on the on the popular on the popular stuff, and then but but then again, everything's selling. So, um, and then my last thing was <clears throat> my my local range uh, in Montreal has a. Uh, an IPSC committee and I was looking to get on it and uh, cause I showed interest and I want, I want to be part of like, you know, planning the matches for the upcoming season, all that. Uh, so my, through my connection with my friend Louis and Lorenzo, uh, I got on the committee. So I'm looking forward oh, nice. to, nice. yeah. Yeah. Congrats. So um, I'm happy. I'm happy with that. It's a good, it's a good club. They're very pro IPSC, right? It's a definitely an IPSC club and uh, they, I think I mentioned before they have like the a pretty long season of matches, like you know, uh, probably the longest ones for an indoor for an indoor range, anyways, right? And uh, so yeah, so I'm looking forward to the that season starting and then trying the trying a little classic <laughs> shooting with the new gun. Uh, I haven't shot at the range yet because I didn't get my red cert, of course, not yet. Um, but the trigger just is so light. <laughs> I think it's like it, it measures. I think they said between two point five and two point eight. So Wow. Uh, looking forward to trying it out. <laughs> Very cool. That's it for me. Okay. We'll get into upcoming events. And there are still some Maple Seed events happening. We have uh, Broken Head Manitoba, September 1st. Fort Mac on September 10th. Atlantic Marksmanship Association on September 16th. There's, uh, well, you can go to mapleseedrifleman.com to register and check, see if there's still spaces available. There's also an ORPS match in the Lower Trent Va- Trenton Valley in Ontario on September 4th. Also, September 9th, 10th, 11th, it's TACOM. Tickets are on sale. Canada's version of SHOT Show, open hey, to the public. And Dave already mentioned the Ontario Rifle Association is back at CFB Borden for the rest of the year. You can go to OntarioRifleAssociation.ca for any information. Also, if you are looking to have a ladies' day, 
Kelly and the CCFR Women's Division is looking to continue supporting and sponsoring Ladies Day's events. It's a range-driven initiative, but if you'd like sponsorship and support, you can contact Kelly at gmail.com or info at firearmsrights.ca. And with that, we'll get into the news. Uh, Nothing? This, that first one's been up for a couple weeks, has it not? The it more has. stats? Yeah. Yes. The bottom yes. one's new and amusing. Yeah. So first off, they've released the date for National Range Day for next year. It will be June 3rd, 2023. So mark that on the calendar. Start planning your events. Uh, apparently it's standard to have bouncy castles and everything out at your event for that. So you might have to rent them, re- re- reserve your bouncy castle early. And then uh, 66 charges in Calgary 3D gun production bust. Who put that one in? I stuck that one up. So two two Calgary guys uh, got 66 charges after the police busted a suspected homemade. I love this suspected homemade gun production facilities. Were they were they making guns or not? So anyway, they grabbed some uh, 3D Ender uh, three Ender 3D printers, which I've seen some comments from people work quite well. They're about 300 bucks. So should you want to build things that are not guns, then there you go, 300 bucks. Yeah, they print really nice. That's what I. <laughs> Is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So these guys snagged the printers, five Glock style handguns with mags that were 3D printed. Very nice. Five Glock style lower receivers that were 3D printed. Awesome. Bunch of firearms parts, some ammo, some used shell casings, which I don't know why that's a thing, but it's nice to know that they were at least uh, test firing these things to make sure they work. Uh, some filament for 3D printing, which, you know, of course, uh, some computers, some cell phones, and shockingly, 100 grams of suspected crack cocaine. I imagine that's like <laughs> a suspected handgun. <laughs> so anyway, there was some sort of, uh, they caught these guys selling these things and nailed them for possession of firearms in, contrav- in uh, contravention of a pro- prohibition order, shockingly. And the other fellow got uh, possession of firearms while unauthorized. And uh, the police are very concerned about 3D printed uh, firearms. But uh, yeah, how, how are you going to stop that? They said in Calgary, about uh, 9% of the ones they seized last year were 3D printed. Hmm. So that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, get yourself a 3D printer, get yourself a mill so you can make the, uh, the upper. And um, yeah, you're good to go. And I don't know how you stop that. I don't think you can. So. How can you stop someone with like metal? Yeah metalworking you can't it's just you can't but they'll yeah. probably use this to ban guns of some sort <laughs> yeah or ban 3d oh, printers seems like a reasonable response yeah, yeah. It registered 3d printers yeah or they'll ban waffle irons because that'll stop people from 3d printing guns i don't know <laughs> makes as much sense as anything else they're doing these days there's been a actually- code on the 3d printers that don't allow them to print that kind of thing because I know that uh, if you try to get a printer to print money, it puts some sort of, like, so there's some sort of detection circuit they put into them. Yeah. Hmm. Unless you hack the firmware, in which case you're good to go. So I'm sure if they added something <laughs> like that to 3D printers, somebody would just hack the firmware. Because there are so many people playing with these things, and so many of them are hackery sorts. So mm-hmm. you cannot stop this stuff. And it's funny, all the governments around the world that are just having, like, complete meltdowns about it. But here's the thing. 
if you get rid of the 3D printers and you get rid of the guns, like if you could snap your fingers tomorrow and every gun in the world vanishes, or let's say every weapon, anything that could be used as a weapon disappears and we're just all sitting around with pool noodles strangling each other with those, um, you've still got criminals. But if you get rid of the criminals, then you don't have a problem. No matter what you have around, everybody that's, could have M60s at that Dave, point. Dave, that's just crazy talk. I know. Probably <laughs> racist, too. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, well. <laughs> that's enough logic for the evening. Yeah. That actually, re- that article reminds me, there's been a couple. There was uh, down, I think it was Hastings Street, Vancouver. There was <laughs> found in their tent city or whatever. There was a shotgun or something and four people charged. Hmm. Yeah. And then actually just west of Grand Prairie, uh, Horse Lake, First Nations, there was a ton of stuff grabbed from there. Shocking. Compound bows, rifles, pistols, uh, looks like pirate modified pistols, everything. <laughs> Fantastic. I just have to post yeah. this in chat because there's a, uh, if you want to see what you can do, like the coolest thing I've seen 3D printed yet, uh, go Google a homemade 3D printed 12 gauge shotgun from a guy named, from a guy named GunsCon. He built the entire thing, 3D printed pretty much everything, and the barrel is a chunk of pipe from home hardware, and apparently it works great. They've cycled a bunch, and it's a cylindrical magazine shotgun. It's For entertainment cool. purposes only, we're not <laughs> suggesting you go out and make this. <laughs> it's just cool to look at. I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with that if you have a license, actually, and you're making it for yourself. I don't, I don't you know that can... there's anything wrong with that. You can make your own guns, can you not? No. No, not anymore. No. I thought you could no. for personal use. You don't no. need a business license now. What? Well, that's mm-hmm. bullshit. It is bullshit. <laughs> or be a criminal in Hastings Street, apparently. Yeah, then don't worry about it. Want, fine. <laughs> the best quote I saw today on the internet, somebody on the CCFR web uh, Facebook page posted a comment about these laws keep the honest people honest. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. accurate. Mm-hmm. Keep the honest man honest. Like, yeah, that's that's what they do. So anyway, yeah. well, so just I, guess, lock I guess pizza don't honest person out. Just don't go. Uh, don't go three D print your own printers or your own guns. I guess. Or, <laughs> don't, don't go three yeah, D print three D print. printers. They just you'll never stop. Oh yeah, three D print your down. own printers. Just don't print. I have. I have a buddy who 3D prints all the parts for his 3D printer. Oh, yeah. so he, mm-hmm. he has the 3D printer, and then he posts all these expansions he's made with the printer. <laughs> like, ah. Uh, yeah. My first uh, 3D printer was 3D printed. <laughs> oh, yeah? That's cool. Yeah. Is it a nice. Prusa? Uh, Adreno. Adreno? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Similar to the Prusa. <clears throat> but, yeah. but we'll uh, move on. Uh, CCFR legal fund donations. There are no new ones, but if you are looking for a way to help the CCFR and the court ongoing court battle, uh, you can become a member or donate to and donate to the fund by sending an EMT to fi- finance at firearmsrights.ca. And then we'll get into the new gun stuff. Oh, I got a bunch. Let me just pull them up here. Uh, I got more than you guys can even see. That window? Yeah, that window. All right. The first one is that Nordic got their shipment of SK and Lapua ammo. So if you're looking for SK Standard Plus or Match or Long Rifle or Lapua Center X or 
Polar Biathlon or your whatever Gucci uh, 22M you're looking for, they got it. So uh, check them out. Next one I have here is that Tactical Imports has the Type 81 Special Edition that they've uh, brought in. Shipment 3. They're back. Uh, the mm. last one. Mm. No, that's what they say every time. But It's always the last time. But uh, yeah, they still got drum mags. They've got the uh, Cobra site that you can use to uh, uh, run a red dot or something like that on it. And uh, Lars does it like come a with the site? Shooter. Uh, I don't know. No. Cobra site 499. Oh, it might because that's not just the mount. The mount that they sell is like 200. And the There's Cobra site Optics is a red dot. version available. Hmm. hmm. Anyways, they got that. Um, and then I've got a whole bunch of different handguns that I wanted to show here. The first one is from uh, just Prophet Ravers got up. Uh, I'll just be like generous here. A bunch of weird stuff. Uh, but uh, they've got some like Revolvo Gats if you uh, pr- prefer to wear a lot of leather. Uh, they've got some um, <laughs> hot trash that uh, I don't know. Think you should even look at. Uh, they got some Ruger Wranglers <laughs> if you want some twenty twos. Uh, and they've got some more mm. garbage. Some more garbage. Garbage. <laughs> oh, there's a P10C for a thousand bucks, which is good. Um. What I'm saying is, so just for the audio listeners, there's a couple of like pistols like FMK and that kind of thing, which are um, not popular pistols. They're just like pretty rando, uh, inexpensive, um, with cringy engravings on their side, like (laughs) respect our armed services and that kind of stuff. Um, If you have like the thin blue line right next to a Punisher skull, right next to uh, Mola and Labe (laughs) uh, sticker on your truck, it would be the perfect match. (laughs) <laughs> uh nice. and they've got a couple of other things here i'm by problem stop me before i insult too many of our listeners here uh and then the one that i've been looking at uh tenda's got a bunch of these they're blowing all their charles dally shotguns charles dally used to be like a brand name uh they sold it to one of these turkish companies and now this turkish company is like making the same shotguns that all the other turkish shotgun manufacturers are making but just under a different label um the, anyways tenda is blowing them out uh, this is the one I'm looking at. This is like the, a turkey shotgun. It's a folding shot, single barrel shotgun. This one's got a rail on the barrel and it's got a super duper tight choke because it's made to be shooting tur- turkeys. But I've got that kind of choke, the bread and mold choke. I've got like a buttload of those things. So I could put it to like a regular slug gun choke and then run slugs mm-hmm. out of this thing if I wanted to for the grand price of one seventy nine ninety nine. That's so mm-hmm. cheap. Like, yeah. why, why not? For that price, who cares? Like, boy, yes. how much to 3D print it though? <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably about fourteen dollars and seventy-five cents. A chunk of yeah. tubing from Home Depot, <laughs> and a lot of time, <laughs> and a lot of spaghetti afterwards. A lot of spaghetti <laughs> prints. Yeah. Uh, so they've got that one, but they've got a couple of other ones that are fairly inexpensive as well. They have a pump shotgun for one seventy-nine. Nice. That is very inexpensive. Uh, and then the cheapest one that I found, they have a 20 gauge folding, no sights or anything like, well, like a beat sight on the front. 139. Nice. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That is the throw cheapest fire. How low can you go? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you'll be reviewing these, will you, Adrian? 
I like <laughs> like look at how they fold. They they That's fold cool. so tight. So yeah, maybe this this looks really especially that twenty barrel one. Very interesting to me. Uh, less interesting, uh, <laughs> more a sign of the times <laughs> is this Norinco NP17 that they have. Uh, it's like a Tokariff, but uh, uglier. Yeah, it's like two tone <laughs> and it's got the different, like the big butt grips on there and a safety. <laughs> <laughs> Who puts safeties on Nuri on, on Tokarevs? Uh, <laughs> but it's 359, so if you know, try to find another pistol that's 359, you'll find some Tokarevs, nothing with like a decent grip on it or anything like that. So I don't know, maybe weird. Uh, yeah, in terms of other stuff that's like available right now. It's like we're really getting down to the dregs. There's been a couple of shipments coming in. They're generally much higher priced than they have been in the past. It's like an MMP. The MMP pros pros are like twelve hundred bucks. That's Woo. like shadow. That's shadow pricing for yeah. an MMP Whoa. pro. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely uh, silly money at this point. But that's that's where we're at, right? Um, Gotenda's also got some of those high power clones, the Gersans, uh, which a buddy of mine bought and he really likes. Uh, they've got, still got the bread in 92 S's Tokarevs still the best deal. In my opinion, those Jerichos are still 550, 560. So those are probably still the best deal for the pricing. That's a CZ 75 frame with, uh, you know, some wear on it. I know a couple some guys that own Jerichos parts. and they love them other than that. Try getting anything for them. Uh, number yeah, has stuff for them. And a lot of their parts um, are CZ 75 compatible, I believe. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I'll find out when I get mine. And the Norinco MP22s are back. They're no longer two ninety nine. Now they're uh, five fifty. I don't know where they found those because I've yeah those haven't been available for retail for a while. Hmm. Uh, but uh, they found some. I think yeah the cheapest one probably is the Chinese TT thirty threes for two fifty. But not the best. The best probably for the price is like the Jerichos. Oh, they have a CZ Shadow one fifteen thirty. Mm. Still wow. a really great pistol, though. Still a great pistol yeah. for Ipsic. Probably the best one of this bunch. For Ipsic, that's that would be what I'd want to run. I wouldn't yeah. want to run any of this other stuff. I got mine eight hundred and a thousand, so I'll just stick with that. But he nice. has the import yeah, uh, import ban tax on it now. That's why. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, this is like the the next rounds of it's of it. retail um, sales are going to be it. Like whatever distributors yeah. have, they're they're moving it out to retailers, and once retailers are done, they're done. That's 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 it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that yeah. makes me sad. Yeah, but on the other hand, there won't be any more crime in Canada. So. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta look at the upside here. You know, that's no the more crime. Yeah, yeah, crime all goes away. So that's mm-hmm. gonna be awesome. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. The price they pay for everyone's safety. Yeah, they won't be breaking into cars, and uh, you know. Oh. Oh, that's no, doing yeah, that drug dealers will be at orphanages, you know, hugging kids with diseases. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> well, yeah, it's going to be terrible be... for monkeypox, but yeah. it'd be great yeah. for <laughs> safety. Yeah, Hastings will be turned into an amusement park and bouncy castles. <laughs> All good. Yeah. <laughs> no, those are bad. Remember from the truckers? Oh, that's yes. true. That and hot tubs apparently make you a racist. <laughs> hot tubs, yeah. <laughs> Cool. Uh, anyways, right. I think that's it. Did I cover everything? I think I did. Yeah. If you're looking for a handgun, get a Jericho. Otherwise, like, yeah. 
Slim Pickens. Jericho or bust. Yeah. Well, it is summertime, and once again, we don't have a main topic for... Got one next week. Yeah, we got one scheduled for next week. We're working on rolling out some some stuff. So uh, we'll get into listener feedback. And we did actually have a review last week on Facebook. Uh, Mo, do you want to read that? Sure. Uh, from Jennifer, if you don't listen to Slamfire Radio, there might be something wrong with your brain. Uh, she hasn't heard the uh, 3D printing and meth talk yet. So <laughs> yeah. um, these- 3D print math, is that a thing? Hmm. Make it into like continue. Uh, these hosts are knowledgeable and do things do things for the farms community. I always learn something new and get it. <laughs> this this part's good. I always learn something new and get a dose of inspiration and encouragement from their podcast episodes. Thank you. Not this one, though, Jennifer. Just stay away from the mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's Matt's kind of full bad. of bad ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jennifer. That's very nice. Yes, thank you, Jennifer. Uh, we don't have any emails, no new Patreons, Instagram. I think we more or less kept up with uh, stuff on Facebook here. Uh, I've been seeing that uh, Ontario is starting to get their stuff in. So wait. Yeah. Uh, Derek said that Tactical Imports got a new Polish pistol released today. Ooh. I'm trying to find it. Okay. Uh, is it the Viz 100 M1? Yeah, I think so. It was like 13, uh, 1400 or something like that, right? 1200. What is this? Okay. Uh, here, let me share my screen so you guys can uh, revel in the WTFness of it. But, uh, uh, slide release, um, takedown lever, safety? Decocker? Not sure. Mm, Decocker. Kind of safety-ish. Think it's a safety? I that's gotta be a decocker yeah. for what it is. Looks like Darth Vader's yeah. helmet stretched out. Hmm. <laughs> Thanks for yeah. the yeah, yeah. W- measured uh, response there. That's cool optics ready. Yeah. Oh, I hate those sights. The uh the fiber, oh, the fiber back, back, the fiber front. Oh, it just dots everywhere. So confusing. Oh. But that's okay. It's optics ready. Put a red dot on top. Yeah. Screw those sights. Comes with one mag, additional grip sizes, universal mounting plate for red dots, Allen keys, cleaning tools. Huh. Well, that might be one of the cheaper optics ready pistols, especially hammer fired. I wonder what the trigger's like on it. Mm. SADA? Yeah, twelve hundred. You can get one of those rivals for thousand shipped. Are they available right can now? You still? Uh, I don't know if they actually are. So I guess, yeah, available right now. I think so. As they seem to keep coming, and I know they won't be coming anymore, but it seems like they were restocking and people have been getting them. But Mechanics, right? Uh, yeah. I guess Marstar would have that. They seem to bring in lots of canics. Marstar have any canics? They've got the Brighty 92s. They've got the Nork NP17s, 22s. They still have some Olympias for 199 I sold a pile of those with that video on like what other what handguns are still available in Canada. <laughs> uh, I don't see any. Hmm? Yeah, not sure. Canic, uh, canic, canic. Had some on uh, sold out. Sold out this morning, but yeah, I don't think so. When they whenever they're listed, they're yeah. gone pretty quick. 
stock. It's like quantity. the Walther PDP is the same thing. As soon as, as soon as somebody puts them, puts any out there, they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad for the people. I've got a friend who's waiting for his R pal to arrive. So he bought a bunch of guns that his, uh, one of his friends has. So I think his friend mm. just acquired a bunch of guns. Mm. Uh, that's going to happen to me. Cause I have family members who are uh, just got their R pals recently. And they're like, can you buy some handguns just to, and then just we can buy them from you? It's like, oh my God, <laughs> I know what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to be stuck with a bunch of garbage handguns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. But if you would like to email the show and send the show an email, then we'll read it on air. You can send it to slamfireradio at gmail.com. We don't have any new Patreon supporters, but if you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can find us there at patreon.com uh shout outs anybody have any shout outs oh shout out to listener uh thomas for helping me reload it's part of the reason I, I got through so many rounds came over one morning and we cranked out a bunch of uh, ammo cool. dave mo uh, Shout-outs to Marco Mancino for reinforcing that all politicians are scumbags. Well, the liberal ones, anyway. So, thanks, buddy. Way to live up to the stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> love how you just bring the to... tone right up there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a shout-out, but uh, Mo, do you have one? No, I don't have anything. Well, actually, I'll Shout out Dave for every time he's on, making sure that we're in a good good uh, mood and looking on the bright side of things. <laughs> and with that, we are going to sign off. So go check us out on Gun Owners of Canada. Give us a like and review on Facebook. Join the CCFR, and we will see you guys next week. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night, Kelly. Go buy a gun. Uh, gun guns is low, but meth is high. That's true. Yeah. There's, there's a possibility yeah. that will happen. Yeah. Better chance, yeah. How long yeah. does a hit of meth last? <laughs> I'm actually speaking of speaking of drugs, there's an oh hello everyone. We're live. <laughs> speaking of drugs, there's an excellent you uh there's an excellent show called Crack on Netflix. It's all about the crack cocaine epidemic. Okay. It's sort of just BS around it and how it happened and what it was about and everything. It's really, really interesting. I found okay. it fascinating. Yeah. Uh, right. How long does a hit of meth last? All I got was get help with substance use Canada.ca. <laughs> probably, probably just a link to Bill Blair's email so you can commiserate <laughs> yeah. with him, get liquored up, you know, ban some stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Anyway, let's do a show yeah. on this thing. Yeah. Kyle? Right. Mo? Yeah. Kyle, That's me. Yeah. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.